Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of the Rangers Women Supporters Group podcast. Tonight I'm joined by Alan and Cash. How are you doing? Very good. Good, thanks. Good stuff. So we'll kick off with some latest news from the club. Firstly, we'll go with the loans because there was quite a few of them this week. We've got Mason Clark away on loan to Hamilton. She joins Becca Taylor over at Hamilton. I think that's until January. We've got Summer Laird on loan to Spartans until January. And Kayla Jardin, once again, is off to Motherwell. But is she or is she not? No, she actually was there the other day, so she's definitely away this time. What do you make of those moves, Alan? Were you surprised? No, I, I think we spoke a few times on, on the pod or that we expected the the young team to go out and loan once we started getting some players back in the last couple of weeks, especially after the internationals. We've seen a lot of players back and the squad's probably looking stronger than it has done in any time in the last uh, year, even going back to last season. So, good chance for the, the young team to go out and get some game time. Uh, I know you've got a list of who played today, but over the next few weeks, hopefully they'll get plenty of game time and a lot of exposure to playing league football. Do you expect anyone to go out on loan card or do you think the squad's kind of enough that we've got? I wouldn't think so at this point. Like Me and McCauley's doing incredibly well for us. I don't see her going out. Potentially the only other one would be Laura Berry once maybe Jane and Lizzie and that come back, but that's not for another wee while yet anyway, so I wouldn't think so. Maybe in January, potentially, but not not anytime soon, I don't think, but they're all really good moves, I think, especially for like Mason to get more game time, and the fact that they're only until January as well. Joe's clearly keen on keeping them, but just wants them to go and experience more first-team football at a high level, so I'm really, really excited for all of them. As Alan said, we have got kind of a list of who played and who didn't today, so we'll just kind of stick with the loadies now and that gets it overdone because obviously Becca and Mason couldn't play because they're their players, so obviously they couldn't play against us today at Hamilton. Uh, Jenna Ferguson was on the bench for Partick against Hibs. She didn't play. Uh, Megan Cunningham played versus Hibs. They won 2-0, so a clean sheet for Megan. Lucy Edmund, bizarrely, still on the bench for Queen's Park. Summer Laird was on the bench for Spartans, but it was a Glasgow City, so I don't think we really expected her to come on. And Kayla Jardin came off the bench, so she is actually at Motherwell. And it was half-time, so she got 45 minutes, but it was a 6-0 defeat to Celtic. What did you think of that, Alan? Any you quite surprised at any of the results or...? Well, I think uh, one or two results in the league uh, this weekend definitely wouldn't be classed as surprise results. We'll talk about predictor obviously later in the pod, but def- definitely hard, hard one for Morrow to take. Uh, a well-organised team, but they've took a bit of beating today. Uh, Celtic are obviously flying after winning on Thursday, so we'll need to be well prepared for them in a couple of weeks. So, so the other news this week, Car, was the cup draw after we obviously won last week. We drew at home to Barramir Thistle, tie we played on the 12th of November. Happy with the draw? 
I mean, it's going to be tough, isn't it? It's a, it's a tough draw. I mean, it's the, probably the best draw we could have got realistically, so I'm, I'm happy with that. A, a home tie against, you know, lower league opposition. You couldn't really ask for much more, as well as the other draws that were made that one of the big guns will go out before we, we even get to them. So that makes it even more crucial that we get through this, get to the final, win it again and retain it because it's now ours and we've got to keep it. So I'm happy with that. It should be a very easy game. What did you make of the draw, Alan? As Carl said, I don't think you can ask for, for any more. Uh, it's a good chance that we can manage some minutes where it's needed. Uh, hopefully we'll have one or two pl- more players coming back a wee bit closer to being ready. That game will obviously come in the middle of November, the next block of games between international breaks. So I, I don't see it even being a... a potential banana skin for us, you know, it, it should be, a, with all due respect, a foregone conclusion. 100%, so we'll look forward to that in November, but first of all, we're back to league business, we travelled to Hamilton, and we had Jenna Fife and Goals, Rachel McLaughlin, Cathy Hill, Nick Dock in the back line, which was good to see Nick Dock back after she kind of took that knock last week, Jodie McLeary, Chelsea Cornet, Libby Barnes, Rogan Hay, Rachel Rowe, Rio Hardy and Kirsty Howitt. Happy with the team when you see it, Carr? Other than maybe the goalkeeper, I was fairly happy with it. I don't think the, it's probably a fair, like the strongest squad we've got at the moment. Nice to see Brogan and Chelsea back in, you know, in the starting lineup. Good to see Libby Barnes get her, I think, her first start for us. Um, I don't know if she played in the cup game last week starting but I'm very happy with it other than the goalkeeper because I think Jenna's mistake um at the weekend last weekend for the cup game she shouldn't have been, she should have been dropped. It's just my personal opinion. I think if you make a mistake then Vic deserves to get a chance but I was happy with it. How about yourself, Ali? Were you happy with the team? Yeah, much like yourself. So I would have probably changed changed the keeper or I think right now Jenna's inviting just too much pressure, taking too much time on the ball. Well, it, it seems to be a bit of team instruction to take her time and play out for the back. As frustrating as, as it is for us to watch. But maybe slightly surprised again to see three of the returning players start. It's quite early in their sort of comebacks, but they're building up their minutes. Rachel obviously played then about 60 minutes or so. Chelsea and Brogan played the first half and they looked to so add more minutes onto that ne- next week. So as long as we've got sort of no reactions, I think we're quite good with that. The biggest surprise for me was as no rest in Nick after she went off last week. But she's obviously responded well to any rest or treatment she's had. So She's a tough nut. There's no by the injuries are going to keep her neck out. But anyway, we'll crack on. So we had plenty of chances, car. We were kind of taking plenty of shots, hitting it far and wide. And then it took to the 20 minutes, 20th minute, and we got the first goal, but it was an own goal. What did you think of that goal? Can I talk us through it? It was, it was a good delivery in from Rachel Rowe, who was making really good strides on that left-hand side from where we were sitting. I don't know my left from my right. Um, and she just plays it in, and then the defender, I think, just plays it into her own net. It's not much she 
could have really done. But from where we were sitting, it's kind of hard to see, and I've not seen a replay of that one, so I don't fully know what she did in that situation. But just getting the ball in that area, these things will happen as we'll come on to it. It happened a couple of times, so it's just good that you know Rachel's back because she is instrumental to our team playing the way that we're playing at the moment because she is willing to get into those areas get it wide get through the middle as well and she's just so good i'm so glad that she's our player yeah alan well didn't take too long for us to get our second goal this time it came for kathy hill it's 32 minutes but i said we already had like quite a few chances and then to go two nil up so quick was quite pleasing to see and Good for Cathy to get back with the score sheet. Yeah, it's always good to see Cathy score. She's always going to be a threat at set pieces. And it's an odd delivery from Rachel Rowe. Cathy sort of took a touch, composed herself, and then just a fairly easy finish, even for a centre half. So getting the second goal nice and quick was always pleasing. Granted, it was a game we never expected to be in trouble in, but you still want to make a domination count and get ahead and double the lead. Yep, and then it was just two minutes later, your new signing, old goal, helped us <laughs> out again. Nice ball into Brogan. And then I think that was the one that we were all just kind of looking like, did it go in? Was it Chelsea? Was it what happened? Uh, it was a funny moment where the crowd just kind of was looking at each other going, did we score? And then they run over to each other and everyone just kind of stood up like, yay, we scored. But I mean, a good ball in from Brogan, flash score gave it to Brogan. So I'm guessing nobody really knew what was going on at that point. But nice to just see Brogan involved and getting in and around where she needs to be, playing balls in, getting down that wing again. So just really happy that we're playing balls in from wide and getting them through the middle and they're paying off. It won't come off against all teams, but it worked today. So let's keep doing that. So we went in 3 0 up at half time, Alan, but their keeper was kind of keeping the minute. She had quite a decent game today. She was formerly at Rangers, so we kind of taught her what she knows, but she was fairly keeping the minute. Yeah, on a couple of times I have seen uh, us play Hamilton, Chloe Nicholson said that the game games of their life against us and could easily have been far, far more, even last season. The games were the same. Could and should have been a lot more, but sometimes you're just going to run up against a keeper who is in tremendous form. So, so then at halftime, we brought on Kirsty McLean for Chelsea Courtney and Mia McCauley for Brogan. Probably no too surprising car since Brogan and Chelsea are just coming back. No, I think it was smart to do that, especially when how well... Um, we any Kirsty and Mia have been doing. I think it makes sense just get them off, get them rested, you know, give them time to recover a little bit. Maybe they're not fully back, fully fit yet. So I think it it was the right call. And you know, when they came on, I think they had really good games. Kirsty McLean and um, Mia McCauley had really good games. So I think it worked really well in the rotation. Yep. So then we had another load of chances that were done already, and it just felt like. It was going to be one of the games where nothing else was going to go in. Kirsty Howitt could have probably taken a bag of balls home the amount of chances she had. But she finally got her goal in the 57th minute, Alan. Do you want to talk us through that? It's just constant pressure. And a lot of it was going down to the left side. And eventually 
Kirsty managed to make her way through through the sort of box and got a shot away. I think it probably took at least two deflections on the way through, but it would be extremely harsh to class that as a hat trick for for OG. But you know, as you said, Kirsty had a, a ton of shots, but Hamilton absolutely packed a box when they were defending, which fair play, you know, they're going to do that and it made it really difficult for us to get shots cleanly away but Kirsty's persistence paid off and she got her goal Yeah, absolutely did and then after that we brought on a couple, another couple of changes we brought Tess and Megan on and Libby Banks and Rachel Rowe went off Rachel Rowe was just phenomenal today, Car she deserved that wee rest at the end of the game I mean, she did. I think she was probably annoyed to be brought off, to be honest, because it seemed like she was really enjoying herself. The amount of all she needed to do was scoring. She would have, you know, had the perfect game almost. She was just in and about everything. Just superb, to coin a phrase. Just so, so good. And I think she's got another level she can go up now. I think she's got potential to get even better. But, you know, just back from an injury as well. So we've got to try and take it a bit easy in her because the last thing we want is her to be out for a crucial upcoming game against Celtic so we just got to keep her fit and firing Yep, so our next goal was a penalty Alan but we had about three shouts before that for penalties like Hamilton were forgetting what sport they were playing what did you think of the not giving penalty decisions? I think you were extremely generous on Hamilton or some definite handballs in there and handballs always going to raise questions you know is it deliberate can it help it is it natural shape but I think I'm very fortunate that it was like the third or fourth appeal before we finally heard those three magic words so that was the 65th minute penalty Rangers Rio Hardy steps up and slots it away as you would expect Cash. I mean, it's just what she does, isn't it? We weren't sure of Kirsty how it was going to take it or if Rio was going to take it, but Kirsty went and got the ball and Rio was already at the spot. So I think that was that. There was no discussion to be had. But I mean, it just the must have been about two, three handballs and then a shirt pull that Hamilton were involved in and the ref was just waving Kirsty in that away, saying, no, 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 not at all. But that's when he had no chance of being able to say no. It was clear clear as day that it came off her hand. I mean, the other one that came off both her hand, well, both of one of the Hamilton players' hands, it kind of bounced up off one and then on the other and he was just not having it. So I think we're only ever going to get one today and I think he just had no choice but to give that one. Yep, so there the we had some more chances after that. Couldn't take them. And then Rio went off. Ailey Austin came on. Again, more chances. One of taking them. Chloe Nicholson was having the absolute game of her life. And then up steps Nick Dock, Alan. Well, Nick Dock doesn't tend to score tap ins, does she? <laughs> you know, that was the ball sort of came down the left-hand side again. You know, it's where we got so much joy right through the game. Uh, Nick actually made an attempt to control it and actually missed it and it went through to Mia. Mia skinned her right back again and then played the ball back to, to Nick, if I remember. And Nick just set it out of foot and sent one straight into the top bin and even looked a, a wee bit surprised herself that it went in but what a goal 
I don't How think you she, describe it, Kat? I don't think she was surprised at that. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> Karen, what did you make it? I mean, I'm just going to stand up. My wee friend Sue here uh, clearly enjoyed it. I mean, it's just that's what Nick does, isn't it? She just, I mean, on her weaker foot as well, and then she just stands there and lifts her hands up as if, mm-hmm, that's what I do. She's just, I wish she would do it more often, because I think she does try every so often and they kind of go over, but even Joe was a bit kind of flabbergasted that she'd even done that. I think Joe's kind of surprised at the amount of our players that can score such incredible goals from long range and just what that does. It's just so good. It's so superb. Just for context, for those that are listening <laughs> only and not watching, Cara's wearing a t-shirt that says superb on it and it has we superb on it. So, the wee Facebook meme of the woman that's called superb. <laughs> so, so the game finished 6-0 uh, Alan. Should have been more goals, but we'll take what we can. Who would your player of the match be for today? I think my vote would go to somebody that didn't get on the score sheet. Our Rachel Rowe was outstanding. I thought from the start of the game, she set the bar for the intensity in the team. We were more direct. We were more showed more intent in going forward. You know, we were playing at a better tempo and that actually went up even more when, when Rachel went off and in the second half we made all the changes and there, it wasn't just a high tempo but there was some urgency in the play possibly that helped us no score so many goals because we might be rushing some of the shots but I think overall amongst a lot of good performances Rachel stands out on top yeah, I think we had quite a few contenders, Car. I think Cathy, for me, was looking much better today without that mask on. She seemed much more assured. Rachel McLaughlin was just Rachel McLaughlin, just her usual 7 out of 10 performance. Nick was amazing. There's, there's so many, but as Alan says, Rachel Rowe was just that difference for us. You can see the quality that she brings to the team. Who would your pick be? I mean, it's got to be Rachel Rowe. Just... I think you said it in pre-season. She's the kind of player that just pulls games by the bootstrap and goes, I'm doing this. Like, we're going to be this this fast, this intense, the whole game. Like, and I'm not going to let it, you know, dwindle down. Um, it's got to be her. She's just so incredible. Her, her deliveries, her tackles, her technique, everything about her is just incredible. So it's, it's got to be Rachel Rowe. Yeah, I think also we, Jodie McLeary had... Uh, Brilliant game as well. She ran up and did that wing constantly. Did seem to pick up a bit of a note, but I think she was alright at the end. But she's just really stepped up since Emma Watson's left. So we shout out to her as well. And then another shout out to Margaret McCauley, who was at the game today to see Tess. If anybody's watched recently, there was obviously a wee documentary that they've done with Margaret McCauley. And she can talk, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or it was obviously a pleasure for all of us to sort of meet and have a, a brief chat with Margaret McCauley, who we've spoken about on the pod recently. Obviously the club have done a lot of features on her and on her story and she is indeed full of stories. You know, ab- absolutely great ambassador to the club, to the women's game, and 
I'm going to say great, great to chat to as well. So, so, so humble and, you know, so happy to see what, what the girls have now in terms of opportunities. I think it kind of showed when players were even coming over card just to kind of get a catch up with and say hello to her again, how high, highly regarded she is within our team and probably the wider football community. Yeah, I mean, she's just, she's so funny for a start. Like, she just has no, not no filter, but she'll just say, like, what what she's thinking. And she's telling us stories about when she used to play with the boys and hopping fences to go and play on football pitches and sliding into every tackle going and folk would pull out because they were scared of her and all this kind of stuff. She's just incredible to think that that far back, well, it's not even that far back, but that point when football for women was so... I mean, it wasn't allowed, and she was just there at the forefront of it, basically leading the line. And now she's able to come and watch a team that she loves. She's a massive blue nose. Be at a point with professional women's teams, just like it must be incredible for her. But I mean, hopefully, we'll get another catch up with her next week because she said she's going to the Hibs game, and we can spend even longer talking to her. But everybody that went for a photo was getting like a 10, 15 minute chat from her, so she must just love talking to folk. Maybe we can get her on the pod. <laughs> That pod would be about 10 hours long, so if you want it, fair enough, let us know, but be prepared. So up next, we've got Hibs, and we're playing that at Ibrox, so there's plenty of tickets still available to get them. It's a one o'clock kickoff. How do we see that one going, Alan? You looking forward to it? Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be good uh we've got the team given a chance to play at Ibrox in a game now. Maybe it doesn't have the same intensity and the same pressure as the two who played at Ibrox last season. Gives the team a, a chance to actually learn what it's like playing playing on the, the big surface, on, on the grass park. And I'd expect a, a pretty decent crowd. It'll be a good experience for players and good experience for people who maybe only go to the women's games and don't get to Ibrox so much. And they can maybe go and experience the fans one as well before the game. Yep, as Alan says there, Cardi fans, it was open from 11 o'clock, so that kind of gives people the chance to make it a media for the family and make a day at maybe their first time at Ibrox. Yeah, I think that's the way it should be. You want to make it a spectacle, an occasion, like they do with the men's game, have the fans on open, the shop open, all that kind of stuff, and make it an experience for them. And then they'll get hopefully get hooked. We'll get some new people in that haven't thought about going to the women's game before and going because it's Ibrox and then they'll hopefully get you know, sucked into the, the joy that is Rangers Women's Football Club and we can pass that down to the, the younger generations. But I think it's good they're playing at Ibrox. We've been crying out for them to play more games at Ibrox. It's a bit unfortunate, not unfortunate, but the fact that it's coincided with us doing the wear it pink thing and we've you know spoken to the club about doing that and then, you know, we're still doing that, but it's just not, not a Broadwood. But... I think it's good, and then make a, a day out of it with being the, at the fan zone and stuff as well. Yep, so as Cara said there, we are doing the Wear It Pink fundraiser for breast cancer now. We've raised a reasonable amount of money for that, so if anybody wants to join in, obviously, wherever you're at, you are at Ibrox, wear something pink if you can. It doesn't need to be a t-shirt, it could be a hairband, it could be a hat, whatever you want. Be a bit adventurous if you want. Uh, we are going to be in GF4 
if you want to sit with us or around us so that it looks really good with a load of pink stuff. You can also donate some money if you want or online or if you want to give us money at the game, you can. We'll also have badges there as well, so come and see us, chat to us, whatever. Uh, so yeah, join us, GA4. I think there's limited tickets for there now, but if you're even sitting in a run there, wear something pink, it's for a good cause. And would really appreciate it. Um, in terms of the game, Alan, are you expecting many changes or do you think it's going to be kind of similar to today's team? I think uh, we'll see a similar team, a similar squad, or we don't know why Sarah Ewans or Laura Berry missed out in the match day squad. But with so many players back for injury, players are going to miss out in the match day squad for no other reason and they've just not been selected. You know, previously we've obviously looked at players being left out and they must be injured or because we haven't even named a full bench at times this season. But Hibs will be looking for a reaction. Uh, they'll probably be very disappointed with losing 2-0 at home to today. So they'll always be a dangerous team, but they're a team that we should be beating. When we talk about trying to encourage fans to go to Ibrox and see the team for the first time and want to come back. We lost. We played to Ibrox last year and lost to. We need to be going and winning games in front of the bigger crowds. And I very much expect that we will beat Hibs. Certainly hope so, Car, because that's what's going to bring people back. I mean, I'd like to think so, but at times Hibs have, you know, been a real test for us, like in previous seasons. So I think... Joe will probably name the as strongest squad as she can, and then put the bed, put the game to bed early on, and then you can bring the youngsters on to experience playing at Ibrooks, you know, for the first time. But hopefully, it's a nice, easy game because Hibs seem to be struggling a little bit at the moment. So hopefully, it'll be really easy for us. But you never know with Hibs; maybe they'll be g'd up by playing at Ibrooks and want to, you know, hurt us a little bit. So we've got to be on our A game at that point. Do you want to do some score predictions or do you want to leave that for the score predictor? Uh, no, listen, every week we do the pod, we always do a, a score prediction and see see how well we do with that. Uh, usually not very well, but <laughs> uh, I, I think we'll, we'll rise to the occasion. Uh, we've obviously got a massive game to prepare for after Hibs, so we need to be bang at it next week and be ready for that. I think we'll put six by Hibs. Car? <laughs> That's very bold, Alan. Um, probably three. I want to say three now, but I'll, I'll, pro- I'll say three one because it's just who we are. Fair enough, we didn't concede today, but it's Hamilton. But probably th- I'll say three one. I'll go conservative. I was thinking two nil, and then Alan said six. Was like, so I maybe go for three nil. I maybe be a bit braver. But I think three nil Rangers. I think we'll keep a clean sheet as we watch. That I hope so. throw one in there. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the score predictor go this week, Alan? Well, we put an extra game in it, so uh, seven games, chance to earn big points, and. Nobody earned big points, really. Our few results went, went against uh, the majority. I think most are, were ruled by their hearts and not their heads. 
picking for the extra game on Thursday. So very few people got, got that result, right? Or you obviously got the correct score on that. And Hearts throwing points at Montrose. Absolutely nobody called that. Dundee United winning against Aberdeen. Very few people called that. And Partick away at Hibs. You know, very few people had Partick winning. So top score was 14 points this week. And it was both of you who got 14 points. So well oh. done to both of you. I didn't know that. I'll take that, like. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the post is already up on Facebook, so. With, at least we know what we're talking about, Karen. <laughs> I mean, I'm really surprised by that because I went and had a look at who I'd picked and what the scores were, and I was like, nah, like, I've got three of them are completely wrong. It's just, that's mental, but we'll take it and hopefully that will continue into the women's team at the weekend to win and get us all right. Absolutely. I've not actually looked at the FPL table to see who's there, but Alan was top of the women's one, so we definitely know our women's football in here. Um, I think that's pretty much us. Is there anything else you want to mention? Alan? We were talking uh, at the game. Obviously, a couple of people in the group have been asking about Scarf, so yeah. people are watching and, and and interested in more scarves, we'll maybe look at ordering some more and making sure we've got enough to to go around if pe- people still want to buy some. All right, I'm going to look at it uh, later on in the week once I, you know, I get a day off work and I'll see about getting more orders because I didn't, I think because one person asked, a bunch of people were then like, oh, I'm interested, so I need to go and get some more order. But they take a few months to arrive, so once they do get here, I'll put a post up and they'll be back on the website for sale. And also, the batteries are available on sale. As I don't know, yeah. As model by yourself, yes. <laughs> as yes, as model by me. Uh, they are available at the games, and they're also available online. I'll post the link in the description. And if that's us, that'll be us. If there's nothing else. So thank you, as always, for Alan and Car for joining me today. Thank you, Lord. Just timestamp that, sorry, everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much.